up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongol Show, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Kev and Riverhounds keeper and Golden Glove winner, Danny Vidiello. Danny, thanks for joining us, man. Of course. I'm happy to be here. I'm a big fan of the show. I was listening a little bit in the offseason. So Stop it. No, you weren't. How was your Easter? How was your weekend? It was it was good. We had training, which is the best part of my day every day, you know. Um, playing soccer for a living. I mean, it's, it's great, um, especially on Easter, you know, it's a little celebratory. You get to see, get to hang out with your friends, you know, train, train, and it was great. Uh, I was happy and then came home, made some dinner, made a good dinner, um, and then just hung out, yeah. Awesome. All right, I guess I'll pick up with the first question here. Um, so, so <laughs> last season you came in as a backup. Well, I mean, I guess we would probably perceive it as backup to Thomas Gomez um, because of his previous history with, with the club and Lily. Um, you know, Thomas won golden glove in what, 2016, 2017 in Rochester. Um, what was it like coming in knowing that you had to compete for your place? And I guess what's that situation being like? I, I think Lily has shown at least while in Pittsburgh, uh, a, a willingness to rotate at the keeper position. Um, so I guess what was your what was your mentality going into last season, knowing that you had to you had to kind of fight for your spot against someone like the caliber of Thomas? Yeah, um, I mean, goalkeeper in any sport is a unique position. I mean, there's only one guy that can play, and that's that's what we signed up for. Um, you just got to go in with mentality to compete and work hard and try your best every day in training. You know, to get that opportunity to play in a game. And like you said, Bob gives chances to goalkeepers and young players throughout the whole team. So if you show that you're working hard and the ability and training, you know, you're going to get your shot. And it's just what you do with your opportunity, um, you know, to be able to get game time and compete for that starting spot. Is that something, what, does he give you feedback like during training or one-on-one -on -one or in the locker room? Or is it kind of you're flying blind and then you see, you know, the, the starting 11 posted and you see your name on the list, you know, how, how much feedback are you getting of like, you know, you're doing the right things. You're going to get your shot against, you know, Red Bulls or whatever. Yeah. I mean, usually we'll find out a couple of like a couple of days before the game um, who's playing. Um, and yeah, I mean, throughout training, you know, you're going to, you're going to get feedback from him um, whether it's good or bad um, and what you need to work on and stuff. And he's always wanting you to improve no matter, no matter if you're playing or if you're second or you're third. Um, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, we usually have a good uh, head start on who's going to play at the weekend or the next game, um, just so we're ready and we know what we're get getting into. Talk us through sort of your headspace a little bit, though. So you're, you're coming into this spot. Are you the kind of guy that's like, nope, I'm taking that number one spot from the beginning? Or were you more like, I'm going to settle in and sort of see how things shake out? You know, are you just like going to be the guy that grabs it? Or are you just going to sort of play a role? Um, I mean, I don't want to say that I would ever play a role, you know, I'm going to try and get the best out of myself no matter what and whatever my goal is, which is always to play. Um, I'm going to try and achieve that goal no matter, no matter how it, no matter the amount of work it takes. So whatever I got to do in order to try and achieve that and uh, be the guy to play 90 minutes at the weekend, um, I want to try and do in training. Um, my head's always you know, a straight line, like trying to, you know, work hard in training, you know, get the best out of myself for, for myself and the other keepers to get the, get the most out of each other. 
and uh, you know, always trying to you know get myself to the very top of the list on uh, on a Saturday or Sunday. Sweet, I love it. Um, we were talking a little bit off air about sort of last season and how sort of it was a it was definitely a weird season. You know, we were talking about nobody in the stands. Talk us through that a little bit. You know, were you guys? We know a lot of leagues and teams were doing like bubbles. I don't. I didn't get the sense that you guys were necessarily bubbled, but just what was the overall feeling as a player going through all of that last year? I mean, it, it was super strange. I mean, during we had six weeks of preseason that that all of a sudden got got halted because of coronavirus, and we honestly didn't really know much about the coronavirus at the time. We didn't know, um, how, like we knew how easy it would spread, and we we didn't know who who had it or who didn't have it so of course it was a scary time um we, and then we had that break which was which is unheard of in the soccer world of two months without playing at all um going our separate ways and doing our own thing for two months um yeah it was super strange we, we were fortunately able to to play which we didn't we didn't know if we were even going to be able to have a season but fortunately we were able to come back and be able to play um, get tested each week, you know, try and get a hold of it before it even started. Um, and then, yeah, well, once we started playing, you know, no fans in the stadium, which is unheard of in the soccer world. You, the fans are a huge part of the game. We were talking about it before uh, before we started. Um, you know, we go to a Red Bulls arena, you know, where I was able to play my first game and never playing without fans before. It's It's insane me yelling and being able to almost hear myself um, coming back, echoing at myself and being here, being able to hear the other keepers screaming at their back line. <laughs> um, but it was definitely a strange year. Um, thankful that we were able to play a season. Um, and it was, it was, it was a mess at first, but we were able to get a hold of it for sure. Is there any part of you that I don't want to say is going to miss a, like, any little piece of that, like obviously communication is probably easier when there's no fans there, but is it really that hard when there are fans there? Um, I mean, it depends how you go. I mean, just the overall feeling of the game. Like it, it feels like you should have fans there, whether you're away or home. Um, I mean, home, if you're, if you're home, the, the fans are pushing you to, you know, get the best out of you. And when you're away, it's the opposite. Um, you know, getting even getting heckled by fans. Some some players might like that, especially a, a guy like me. Like, I, I I like to hear fans in the stadium personally, um, no matter if it's home or away. But um, it's it's definitely a, a different a different feel to the game when when there is fans and when there's not. So you, you talked a bit about it already with your with your first um, with your first appearance being at, at Red Bulls. Uh, I remember tr trying to cast my mind back to that game. I remember you had, and you'll know this a hell of a lot better than I will, but I remember thinking you had a really good game, but still, you know, a couple goals went in. You know, we know there were competition there for the keeper position. Um, when, did, when, did you, when did you think that, you know, you had established yourself as the number one keeper? Do you, can you remember a point in the game? Because I... Yeah, I, I particularly remember that Red Bulls. Like, did you save a pen or something? I can't remember. Um, no, we got we lost two one. Unfortunately, um, they scored a penalty in like extra time or something. 
Um, I mean, I never, like, I never really thought of it like that, like establishing myself as number one, going back to kind of the first question. Like I, I always want to work hard in, in, in training and get the best out of myself to, in order to show that I can play, play at the weekend or, you know, be there for the team and be counted on by the team. Um, I mean, we went on that run of games of, I think it was like 500 or 600 minutes of shutouts where I played most of them. Um, but yeah, surely at that point, come on, you're like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> even then, um, you know, there was still question. I mean, I still wanted to work hard in training. You never know what happens, you know, you never want to lose that spot. So, I mean, I, I took it day by day and, you know, tried my best throughout training, you know, to get the best out of myself to, uh, you know, see my name on the uh, team sheet on, uh, on the weekend. I, I but to set Mike's next question up here, maybe a little bit. Um, I, I, I can guess your answer based off of the personality you've already displayed so far in this, but was there a point in the season where you start that, that golden glove, like trophy starts creeping in your head and you start looking at the upcoming fixtures and you start thinking like, all right, I got to beat out this next keeper. Or... I mean, honestly, I didn't even know I was like in the Cause I didn't even know what the, what the, like the, the minutes, how many minutes right. I had to have or whatever, because me and Tomas had similar minutes. Um, but um, I think I didn't, I didn't really try and think of it, of it too much, but I think after, after one game, I forget who it was, but someone brought it up to me and I was like, Oh, I, I, I didn't know, like, am I, am I even in the running for it? Am I allowed <laughs> to win it? Um, and I even told him, I was, I was like, I was like, you might've just jinxed it. Like, not now now i don't i don't know um but but i mean i we had a great team last year um i mean even when tomas was in that i don't even think i think he was in the running for it when he was playing so yeah um it goes out to the really the team really at first how, how strong we were defensively and as a unit and how strong our system was you know for teams to how hard it was for teams to break it down break break us down I'm very interested. Is there actually a golden glove that they sent you? And do you um, like do you have it? Do they no, is it a thing? No, I, I don't have it. Um maybe coronavirus, I don't know, something with that. But I mean, again, it's it's a it's a team award. So um if they do bring if they do bring it, I hope it's in a, a Pittsburgh uh, you know, glass case or something. You you have all the right answers, man. I was gonna that my next question was gonna be like, where are you gonna put it? Like on your mantle or like you're like I mean, you know, yeah. putting the team I up. Have, Look I, at have, you. I have pictures, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Um so yeah, I guess maybe can you talk a little bit about what, what training has been like in, in this off season? Um with I guess, you know, coming out of the season, you know, the unusual season that was last season. And then going into this this preseason, I mean, I don't know if if like COVID policies are still influencing how you guys get to interact or, or train with each other. And then you know, with the knowledge and excitement around you know, the possibility of fans being in the stadium in the season and that being kind of a different season from last season, how how is all of that kind of influencing uh, the preseason training so far? Um, I mean, over the off season, I mean, yeah, the off season was weird from past off seasons. Um, you know, like uh, gyms weren't really open. I mean, my yeah. complex, I had a co- apartment co- complex in Nashville where I was able to use their gym, use their gym, um, did a lot of running. 
Um, and then whenever possible, I was, I was training with another goalkeeper down in Nashville, another professional keeper. Um, but even then I, I wasn't, I wasn't training every day. Unfortunately in past, in past um, off seasons, I was able to like get together with even field players where we were, we were able to play some, uh, some small sided and, you know, keep in, keep in shape and keep sharp that way. Um, and then this, this, this soft season was, was just really, you know, trying to stay fit, um, you know, just, just get ready for preseason here and kind of letting our goalkeeper coach and coaches here kind of take the reins on getting us, getting us like sh sharper. I mean, um, I was, I was trying to do as much goalkeeper stuff as possible with whatever fields were open in Nashville, but, um, you know. How's it like? What what kind of fields were open? Like, I'm I'm guessing. I mean, you already sent like you know the apartment complex you were at. Like, had the gym, and I guess you were lucky enough to you know yeah hook up with another professional goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, how I guess like how much of that would be different from like the previous off season? Like, was it like significantly difficult? Or were there days like, man, I wish I can just get on the field and just do some do some training in that way, but no. but you just couldn't. Yeah, I mean, there was days where you know like I. But my 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 friend in Nashville couldn't couldn't train, and I was kind of just like, I mean, I wish I had someone where he'd just literally kick balls at me. Like, yeah. I mean, I have I have my fiance, who <laughs> can strike a pretty good ball, but unfortunately, she can't kick it like a like a Dequa or a. <laughs> you can, yeah. I mean, she can try, but I don't. I mean, it's close. It might be close, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's days where, unfortunately, I had to I had to use the treadmill where when I wanted to be hitting hitting the ground and catching uh, soccer balls. So it was it was tough that way. Um, yeah. you know, but but honestly, you just gotta you just gotta figure it out and you know stay stay in shape the best way possible. And that's that's the way I did it. It was just running and going on the treadmill and stuff like that. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about how like last season, it sort of felt like coming into it, Gomez might be sort of the favorite number one. And it feels like the narrative is completely flipped this season. You know, now you're coming in, it feels like as the favorite. So how do you approach that thinking? I mean, you know, talking to you, you're like, I'm always going to try to push for the number one, knowing that someone's behind you thinking the same thing. So how do you approach this off? I mean, do you think about it any differently or, or how do you prepare for that? No, I mean, I, I didn't think think about it. I mean, again, you know, I'm just gonna go to training every day and work hard. And you know, we have we have two great great other keepers in uh, Chris and Jake. Um, they're great keepers. I've I've enjoyed training with them the past past week, two weeks. Um, but that's ultimately our goal is to just push push each other and push ourselves in, into being you know, the best keepers we can be, the best goalkeeper group in the, in the, in the league. And if we do that, you know, we're going to, we're going to go good places as a team. Um, I've been in places in, I was in Nashville when Matt Pickens won the Golden Glove, um, you know, and he, he said it as a, as a 38 year old um, that it takes a whole group to, uh, to, you know, win awards and win championships and further, further the season. So I mean, it, it all it all goes back to that. Just working hard in training, getting the most out of each other, and uh, you know, competing at the end of the day. I mean, so you've talked a bit. You know, I think we, my, I guess my my previous question, we you talked a little bit about like off season versus preseason. I guess in a general sense, I'll ask just how how preseason has been going this year, um, and then maybe more specifically, I think when we get the chance, we we ask. 
uh, a lot of other Riverhounds players this as well. But in in a preseason where um, you know you have a lot of trialists coming in and out, you have you know signings happening at different moments. You know you you might start a preseason with half of a full roster or three quarters of a full roster. What's that like kind of interacting with people kind of coming in and out and, and kind of not knowing who's going to be around, not knowing how, how these kind of play styles develop and, and who you need to start like kind of, you know, collaborating with in, in, a, in a team sense? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's gonna, it, gets, it gets hard getting, getting used to, but, you know, everyone's trying to learn from each other and then someone else comes in. I mean, it's just getting that person to learn as quick as possible to, to fit the system for, for the days to come. You know, if, if their opportunity comes, it comes. Um, but at the end of the day, each and every player needs to, needs to learn the system, you know, needs to learn off everyone that's, that's involved in the team. Um, and, uh, you know, learn, learn the way the Riverhounds play, um, no matter if they're a childist or, or a part of the team already, you know, Every day, you're you're expected to be at your best level of play. Um, you know, learning as well as adapting to to everything. Um, and that's what we're doing this preseason. This preseason, we're learning. We're learning from each other. We're learning how each individual plays, um, and just getting used to you know the way we want to play this year, which is how we usually play with the system with with coach Coach Bob. Um, you know, just trying to get everyone to on the same page as quick as quickly as possible. Yeah, I get the sense that Coach Lee would uh, demand nothing less. <laughs> he yeah. seems like a pretty uh, demanding figure, especially in the preseason. So, yeah, yeah it's good to hear. We're get as we get into a bunch of the preseason questions. If anybody has a question, feel free to uh, hit us up in the comments on either YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. We got one here from Ben uh, that we're going to put up on the screen. Trialist that's most impressed so far in the preseason. So, Danny, has there been somebody that's on trial that you that you're looking at and going, man, if he's not with us, he's gonna go somewhere else and and do something special? Um, I mean, I've been, like most of them are, are high level players that have have even played in the league before. I mean, uh, Jabril Peters. I mean, he's huge, huge center back who who's done well so far. Um, I mean, I, I, I like him as a center back. Um, Do you so, mean literally huge? Like, big yeah. dude? Okay. <laughs> like, giant. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, shown, he's shown pretty well. Um, we have some others um, as well. Um, Rodney, Rodney Michelle, Michelle, Michael, Rodney, Rodney he's, he's been doing well. Uh, he plays up top. He did well in the, uh, in the first preseason game. But, um, yeah, everyone's, everyone's – seems up to par, you know, with us and able to play at this level. Um, you know, it's just, just who's going to get the call, you know, and who's going to be ready for the next preseason game, which is tomorrow and who can impress the best. Okay. So there's some names to, to keep an eye out for. Um, we know that sort of the, the cycle of how long players sort of stay with teams, especially in the USL, it's not very long. So this being your second season, you're almost like a veteran of the hounds. Do you feel that, urge to like step in and take other guys under your wing or, or is it still guys like Kenny or Jordan that have been here for a while that, uh, that, that do that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, I would like to take some guys under my wing. I mean, I've had guys, my first two years, you know, there's, there's been Matt Pickens, um, Connor Sparrow, um, even Tomas who, who have kind of taught me the way of what it takes to be, to be pro. So, um, 
whatever guy that I see see needs a little push or whoever wants my advice, um, I'd be happy to to do that and put my arm my arm around around them and kind of lead them the way to, to further their career and prolong it. We got another question. I'm guessing the answer here is Sabrina, but she just said, who's the loudest fan? So thanks, Sabrina, for uh, for just watching and sharing. Do you ever hear, like, can you keep, well, I was going to say, you didn't really have it last season, but, um, uh-oh, looks like uh, we may have lost Danny. Yeah, he, might have, he might have dropped out here. That's all right. We'll, we'll see if we can get Danny back. But um, so far, like, you know, he's had all the right answers. Like, I mean. He's very well media trained yeah <laughs> <laughs> he knows he knows exactly what hey, to say. Hey, there he is there he is hey guys <laughs> no i don't know what just happened it just shut me out for some reason i think my my computer's a little little slow no worries hopefully, it might have hopefully it doesn't happen again but no okay. worries but have you ever had a situation where you know there's one fan that you could just hear over and over again in your ear or do you tend uh, to drown that stuff out i mean yeah <laughs> um, I mean, the two that come straight to my head is, is Sabrina, my fiance, who asked that question. Um, thanks, thanks, honey. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, her, her, and my mom, of course, and then my dad, probably also. It's, it's always, it's always been them three, even since I was in high school. So it's always them. I could hear them loud and clear whenever they're they're saying something. That's I'm sure, awesome. I'm sure the TV can too. I'm sure I can point it out if. Uh, <laughs> very nice um so i mean you talked a little bit about the players kind of coming in and out and the, and the players that you've interacted with in, in your previous seasons um throughout your entire career um I, one, a, a fan favorite i mean on here and across the entire fan base of the riverhounds has been uh Vonky zeal in the previous uh three seasons um you know as as michael mentioned you know three seasons around in a usl team kind of you know, makes you fairly established with the rate of turnover um, with a lot of teams. Um, he was ever present last season. I think he had the most minutes um, out of any outfield player, maybe not keeper. You would know better than I would on that one. But uh, what, what was it like to have Funky Azio? I mean, I know he made like, what, first team all league or, or whatever. And he, he was such an important player in, in the system last year and, and such an important player since he's been here. And um, I guess maybe can you talk a little bit about, you know, the impact in your your playing relationship with with Vonky Azio and, and what what you I don't know. I, I don't want to say I don't want to put words in you, but like and why are you concerned he's not here? But like he was he was a big player. We all love him. We are sad to see him go. Well, I guess I guess the other way to phrase that is that as fans, you know, we sort of question it. Who's the most vocal one back there? Like, was he the one sort of calling stuff, or do you call stuff? And is not having somebody like him going to change the way you approach what you do? Um, I mean, just I mean, the overall position of a goalkeeper. I mean, you got to you got to be communicating communicating with your back line, um, and kind of you know organizing them at all times. So I mean, no matter who's in front of me, I'm going to be doing the same thing, probably yelling out instructions, yelling out who to mark, and stuff like that. I mean, Tom, Tommy V, I mean, he just had just a great calming presence um, in person and in the game. I mean, you just knew he was going to get get the job done whenever he was near, near or around the ball. Um, I mean, he's a great player. He, he, was, he sh showed the last couple of years he's a top center back, top player in the league. Um, 
but I don't think um, him leaving will have any problem with the, with the Riverhounds. I mean, it's it's just going to get be getting our center backs now to adapt to our system and and you know learning how we want to play, and then we'll be we'll be okay from there. Um, yeah, I mean, really quick side question I, I get the sense that i that i probably it could be a very short answer is there a different do you is there a difference in system that you prefer to play with so like as, as a keeper would you rather have like a three center back system or would you rather have like two center backs with like i don't know fullbacks or wingbacks or whatever um no i mean i played i played throughout my career with with multiple multiple systems the three five two three three four three four 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 two four three three um, I mean, it, it works. It works for me. Whatever, whatever we want to play, whatever play style we want to play. Um, they definitely have their different, you know, looks. I mean, a three back, you would like to think that you're more dominant down the middle um, with three guys, three guys in there. But um, I mean, no matter what, I, I'm, I have full trust that we'll be able to, you know, get the job done in the back line and, and uh, you know, figure it out and, and learn and adapt. No matter what, what we play. I was gonna say, does it does it alter maybe like if if you play like a two center back system in your head, are you thinking like, all right, I have to come out more and like claim crosses, or or with three center backs, you're like, now nah, we got an extra body in there, they'll head it away. I can be a bit more, you know, I can stay on my line more. Does anything like that come no, in your head? No, not really. If anything, it's just really kind of uh, like playing out of the back. Um, you know, a three back. Obviously, you have the center back as the the six in that scenario if I had the ball. Yeah. Um, where in a four back you'd have the, the midfielder as the six, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I'm not going to change my play style. You know, I'm still going to be coming out for crosses, whether we play a four or, or a three, doesn't matter. You know, goalkeeper's job is a goalkeeper's job, you know, and that's to keep the ball out of the net, claim crosses, you know, drive the ball, keep the ball, you know, just do your job no matter what, what is uh, called for. I appreciate it. I, I had to scratch my tactical itch, and now I did. So I, I, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I'm going to ask this next one sort of on behalf of the Steel Army, but we, we often ask players, especially along sort of the defensive line, when it comes to playing in front of the Steel Army or in front of fans, if you're having to deal with a set piece, if you're having to deal with a corner, you as a keeper, do you prefer to be as loud as it possibly can be, or do you like to like be able to communicate with people and that just sort of hampers that i mean I, I mean no matter what's going on like i still want i still communicate with my back line i'll still be trying to you know give out instructions no matter what um i mean i can't control the fans i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give them an answer and say oh i need you guys to be as loud as possible or no quiet you know trying to be like the quarterback in football like yeah uh, like trying to shush them but i mean no matter what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be yelling whether i have to yell 20 times louder you know i'm still gonna be giving out my instructions and, you know, making sure everyone's up to par and ready to clean up the uh, set piece. All the right answers, man. I'm telling you, give us a, give us a prediction for this one. So for, for this upcoming year. And so the, the caveat for this is could be a personal goal. Like oftentimes we'll have players on and we'll ask them, you know, do you set personal goals? And, you know, sometimes yes, no, whatever, but it could be a personal goal. It could be a team goal, organizational goal, legal, anything like you're, you're looking at, you know, the 2021 season, you guys, are, like you said, you got a game tomorrow, you got a game Saturday. Give us a prediction for what you think is going to happen this year. I mean, I think it would be silly for anyone on our team to to not think that we, we have enough to win a championship. I mean, this group, we, we brought in a lot of good players. We brought back a lot of good players, you know, guys who have been around the league for a while and kind of know what it takes to win. Um, 
I think uh, the sky is the limit for this group. Um, if we if we all you know are able to you know gel together and be able to play as a group, I think I'm, I'm, we should we shouldn't have anything less than a championship. And getting to the playoffs, you know, winning in the playoffs and getting out of the East and then winning a championship. I think I think that should be our goal and how we should look at the season. It's all it's all for the up for uh, off, up for grabs. I feel like you like know this next question's coming. Like Lily might be listening, and so that's why you gave that answer. But uh, <laughs> let's let's do this. This is something we haven't done previously. But um, wait, well, of course, like independently, he still hasn't won a championship. He's not saying that for Lily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like Lily might be listening and be like, yeah, that's right. We're gonna say like we're gonna win the championship. But anyway, um, next week, Coach Lily is gonna be joining us on the show. So. <laughs> is there a question that you, Danny V, would like us to ask Lily? Uh, something maybe you don't know about him that you haven't felt like asking and you want to put it on us? Then maybe we'll ask him next week. I'm hoping this is an easy one and kind of just like, uh, you know, slide it in there. But I'm going to need to ask him, you know, who does he think has the best beard on the team? <laughs> 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 so, wait, so who's in the running right yeah, now? Yeah, I was gonna say who's in the running. Who else has I'm a beard? Not, no one I can think of. Okay, so, <laughs> so you have an easy answer. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe he sees different. I know some people have some scruff. You know, I, I don't know. But we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta see where his where, where his heart lies on that question. I think we need to lead off with that question. That's I great. think we do. <laughs> that's I think that's gonna be the first question. Yeah. And then yeah, let Lily talk for a half an hour about the best beards. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Let him do it. Uh, <laughs> Danny, this has been um, fantastic. Uh, we, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, obviously you guys have a preseason game tomorrow. Um, tell people, for those who don't follow you on social media, where can everybody follow you and keep up to date on what's going on with you? Yeah, so I'm just Danny Vidiello. Um, I think it's underscore. And that, and that's pretty plain and simple. If you type in my first and last name, you should be able to find me. Um, but yeah, that's on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, follow me if you want. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thank you again, man. We really, really appreciate it. Best of luck. A lot of fun, uh, man. Yeah, next week and or this week, these upcoming weeks, and obviously as the season starts, man, it'll be great mm -hmm. to be in the stadium and you know, you'll get to hear us for a change, uh, because yeah. you know, nobody last season. So looking forward to it. No, yeah. It's been it's been my pleasure, guys. Um happy I was happy to be here and be able to talk to you guys. So awesome. Thanks, yeah, thanks man. Go Have on. a good night. <laughs> Bye. That was awesome, man. That was so much fun. That was a very, very, very enjoyable 30 minutes. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the, I love talking to the players. Um, it, we always end up having great conversations. And, you know, we've said this time and time again that our big thing is that, you know, players are people too. So, you know, helping to somehow convey that. And, uh, and I think talking to Danny both on and off air, he just, he seems like a genuinely good dude. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that I missed last season, especially with COVID and the sporadicness of the season and all of that, just having these conversations and, uh, and, and getting to talk to players, like, especially like after games, it's, it's just, none of that happened. So, um, so really and, excited know, to talk to talking to a golden glove winner is pretty cool. Talking to a golden <laughs> Somebody needs to get him an actual golden glove. So uh, like it's criminal that he doesn't yeah, that he doesn't have it or I mean he was very nice in saying no, the club should have it, but he needs to 
So USL championship, if you're not actually giving out golden gloves and golden boots, like shame on you. But yeah, you have some pull, right, Mike? You can uh like like a bronzer? Like, what do you think I'm gonna like actually make one or what? No, 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 no. Like you you know, you have connections and uh you you can you can talk to enough people that eventually talk to USL reps to uh to get Danny the uh We'll see. We'll see. If look, if I actually had those connections, I would try to make it happen. But that might be all the more reason for you know the Steel Army to come up with uh, with our own version and uh, have a whole presentation for them. That could be fun this season. So um, that'd be fun. So yeah. just shipping workout on the on the Steel Army. <laughs> Josh isn't here, so you know I'll just uh, feel free to yeah. go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thanks again to Danny. A uh, ton of fun talking to him. Thank you to everybody who joined us live um, and submitted questions. Uh, this is going to be something I meant to say at the beginning of the show, but we're going to be doing it for the next few weeks, it feels like. Like we mentioned, next week, Coach Lily is going to join us. So come on in, stop by. You can watch it live. You can add your questions. We can put them up on the screen uh, and have Lily uh, answer them right there. And we're just going to keep the good times rolling as this preseason keeps going. So we are still finalizing the time for next week. Uh, we know the past few episodes have been at 6.30, but we did put out a Twitter poll, um, and it sounds like the majority of you would appreciate it if it started a little bit later. So we'll see what works for coaches schedule. And then from there on out, uh, we might push it back a little bit to make it easier for everybody to watch, you know, either on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or on your TV, whatever it may be. Um, but uh, we appreciate you guys being there. We appreciate Danny being here and just having fun hanging out. So appreciate you setting it up, Mike. Okay. That's not what I was teeing it up <laughs> for, but uh but I think that's our show. So thanks again to, to Danny for stopping to buy. Uh, as a reminder, head to mongols.com and click on support the show to become a Patreon follower. Uh, we, this is your weekly reminder that black lives matter. Um, we're going to try something different here. I'm going to try to like multitask while I do this. So we're going to say, hey, look, thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, oh, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at Roughneck Scarves. Dot com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie type Oh my gosh, this is like a professional show. Look at this. Looking for your unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team. Icar FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IgrasFC.com. Looking for more great soccer news? Head over to BGN.FM where we've got over 100 fans that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. Lots of great features that went up on the site this week. Go check them out at BGN.FM. Otherwise... Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Ciao.